I said, Terrence J's hairline and think like a man is fucking disgusting. Well, they didn't get him on there because of his hairline. I don't, I don't give a fuck why they put him in the movie, but listen. I mean, I don't know why they put him in the movie. He's not. Never mind. I mean, not. It's too early. I mean, he wasn't then, but he's, he's, he's bigger now. I'm not talking about how act. big he is. Yeah. So, if you if you if you're making a, just a regular movie, are you gonna would you rather put like like a like a, a dramatic movie? I would put him in Muck. Would you put him or The Rock? I don't think The Rock can act that well. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think he's good at like action scenes. Are but we I don't like think he can are we act. like judging these people on their acting ability now? Well, you just threw that out there. That's like I said, his hairline. Nigga. I ain't say nothing about. No, you, I'm talking about the act part. <laughs> well, I mean, think like a man, nigga. What, what, do, you, what do you expect? You thought, you thought Denzel was gonna do this movie? Denzel doing a movie written by Steve Harvey would be nuts, nigga. And a matter of fact, speak up. Denzel I, being in a Tyler Perry movie would be I, nuts. I fucking hate Steve Harvey's face. That fucking mustache is. The Antichrist. Yeah, that shit disgusts me. Like, he's got to have... I, I just assume that shit's full of, like, bacteria and nastiness. I think I think I just hate Steve Harvey. You know, he tried to do the whole gray beard thing for, like, a hot second. And I guess he wasn't feeling it because he went back to the whole mustache. To just the mustache. Listen, when when the mustache is the most hair on your face, it's disgusting. He was looking like a black Kratos for a second. Oh, it's just, and I'm not. I'm also not a fan of the the just mustache, especially with as thick as that shit is. That's just bigger than his mouth. Like when he was rocking like the salt and pepper beard, I was like, all right, there you go. I'm all that's that's cool. Get your get your salt and pepper beard off, but don't come in my face with a fucking giant silkworm above your fucking lip. I I, I dog, I'll fucking kill you. I just I don't think I just I think I just don't like Steve Harvey. <laughs> you know, in speaking of comedians that we don't fuck with, I promise we're gonna start the show. I was watching the new supermarket sweep just because that was a show. Why? <laughs> well, that was just one of those shows back in the day I used to watch with my grandmother, who I gotta talk about later on in the show, anyways. But it was just one of those shows where it was like cool to sit there and sort of like some of the games were actually kind of fun to get. Who's the host now? This is what I'm about to get at. That's what I was asking. Leslie fucking Jones. Oh, yeah. I don't like Leslie Jones either. And I watched that and I said, why is she doing so much? I don't think she's funny. She's not. She's. She, I think Lauren Michael was like, oh, you're a weird looking loud black woman. Let me support, throw you on SNL. But I don't really think SNL is that funny anyway. I think she's funny to white people who don't know how black women truly are when it comes to, to comedy. I put her and Tiffany Haddish on yes, the same thing. Absolutely. I don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny. I think Tiffany Haddish does a little too much. I think she's loud and boisterous, and she's ghetto. And I think white people love her because it's like, oh, she's ghetto. I don't think they're laughing with us with T- Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I, I can't. I think they're laughing at us with Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I, 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 I have nothing else to add to that. Yeah, I just, I absolutely. Just, at no point in her career have I ever been like, yo, Tiffany Haddish is fucking hilarious. And I remember what Cat Williams said, what he said about her. And then everybody started coming out. Oh, you're talking about well because she mean, was the hot shit that at right right then. But yeah, then niggas was like, oh, they saw how crazy she truly was. Yeah, and maybe she's not like that on a regular basis. But 
You're doing too much. And you know what? The Wayans just said that. Marlon Wayans just told her the other day, because she's hosting, I guess, the Ellen Show, or she was hosting the Ellen Show or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, how come I never got a part in any of y'all movies? And he was like, uh, we thought you were fucking too extra. We'd be, be doing a scene and something like a girl's supposed to be dancing in the dude's lap. And you'd be over there trying to suck his dick. Like, you're just extra. We didn't, we didn't really need that at the time. But I don't see, but he said that she's matured and shit, but I just don't see, like, I, maybe I just don't watch the right Tiffany Haddish movie. Somebody's got to tell me what the right one is. I don't really fuck with Tiffany. I think I she's corny. Like, I feel like they were funny at one point and then they had to do more. But I also, I also have jumped off the Kevin Hart shit too. I saw so Kevin, I. I saw Kevin Hart live, and I was like, "Yo, I didn't need to come to this. I could have just watched one of your stand-ups on TV." But he does the whole "I'm gonna tour" thing, so I'm just gonna do the same stand-up over and over again, which is cool. But if the, if if it's basically the same kind of shit from your fucking movies, stand-up movies, then and I, I don't really need to see it. Now I think in movies, now I, I I'm specific with Kevin Hart. I don't mind seeing him in movies because he's playing a character. And most time the character is over the top. I loved him in Central Intelligence because he wasn't being the stupid one. You know what I'm saying? He was a little more serious in that movie. He was trying to be serious at least. And The Rock was the idiot. But in 99.9% of Kevin Hart movies, that nigga's a moron. He needs new writers. See, but that's the thing. You talking about for his stand-up? Yes. And you know who his writers are because he has them on tour with him. Well, all the yeah, time. and they're they're not that funny. I think the one dude that reminds me a lot of you, I think don't he's say spank. Really, don't say spank. No, yeah, spank. I, spank is actually really funny when he's not doing shit with Kevin. I think all those niggas have overlived the their what whatever they're doing. I think Spank and the older one. Because there's the older bald guy that's with him. And I can't remember his name, but he's been writing since like the nineties. And you know, I think a lot of it too is when these motherfuckers get super successful, we're we're not living the same shit no more. <laughs> like I you're, think that's you're he, finding shit funny that I'm like, yo nigga, that's not funny. I think if he if his stand up had grown with him to where he's not talking about his kids every special and talking about how dumb his son is and things of that nature. Yeah, maybe. I, I think it would have hit a little different. And then if if these niggas weren't so sensitive about the stupid shit they do regularly, like nigga, you got caught cheating on your your shorty. I want to laugh at that. That's when I said I think Spank is really the funniest one out of all of them because he was giving Kevin the business on that. Let me let me laugh at y'all dumb niggas. Like don't get don't get sensitive because you did some stupid shit. Nigga. You're supposed to be doing stupid. You're stupid. But then this nigga tried like. I'm I'm not buying workout clothes from you. I don't care who made. I'm not, I'm not buying yeah, Nike cross training shoes from you because you're Kevin. Nah, I had to unfollow that nigga on. I was following him on um when Snapchat was pop popping. I was I'll follow Kevin Hart and I was like, no, I'm done with this. Now, nigga, I don't care. You go be fit, cool, nigga. See, this is what those fit motherfuckers t- don't tell you. That shit costs a lot of fucking money. And it only works out for you if you already damn near fit. Yes. He was never big. <laughs> At no time did we see Kevin Hart with like more than a pot belly. Yes. That all you had to do was stop drinking and that would have been gone. Yes. This nigga wants to, these celebrities like to act like 
yo, you're just not, nigga, I could go out and run miles every day and I guarantee you I'm not going to look in the shape that you are. I can do all the, all the extra shit, all the fucking vitamins, all the fucking, what's the shit's called? Um, the powders and shit you put in your shit. I can do all that. I can work out. I can get, I can get a fucking trainer, everything. And I'm not going to look like you. I just think there's certain individuals that don't understand, like, it's, it's oversaturation. I don't need to see you every quarter in a new movie. Like, you're killing yourself trying to make me laugh. And, and it's, it's the not same shit. Now, I will say that the Jumanji movies were actually really funny. I didn't, I didn't even watch them because I was sick of both of those niggas. I was sick of Kevin Hart and I was sick of the fucking rock. I was, too. But I actually watched the first, like the the first reboot or whatever, the remake or whatever. Yeah, that was really funny. And then I saw the second one, and that was better than the one that it came out before. I'm, I'm good. So they actually, but then again, it's not just them. It's not just focused on them. It's focused yeah. on other people. Yeah. So you have time to sort of clean and the I mean, palette in and between. It, I mean, Jack Black is in it. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I just, and I have nothing against any of these people. I just didn't. I hadn't. When I heard they were coming out with a new, and I'm one of those people that you know me, I will watch a remake, I will watch a reboot, I will watch all that shit because I don't care. I think you got to take the film for what it is each time. I'm I'm one of the people that I think that the 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 remakes of it were better than the originals. Well, the originals were like TV movies, so the budget was a little. Well, yes, but I think even the way they orchestrated the story was better. Okay. Because the original it, remember, the first part was flashbacks. The whole thing was flashbacks. And then the second part was them as an adults as adults at, in Derry. Like they finally they finally got there. I didn't like that. Well, it was cool, but just having them be kids the whole time and then having them come back to Derry instead of doing flashback flat for each person, you could essentially kill all that and just show them adult shit in the second movie. And show them come back, and then show them do what they need to do. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't need. To, I didn't need to do. They didn't need to do the flashback, the flashing back like they did the first time. I think they executed it better without it. Wait, we went in ten minutes and then start the show. Oh, start the fucking show. All right, let's do this. I was gonna do thriller, but that was gonna be too easy of a layup. So I had to go a little further up. You should have did monster. I was, but I could not You don't do you do you don't do, never do no current mo- music. I had to do Mike, but I said Mike has given given us so much on each season. You should have did. You should you should have did the Ghetto Boys. I couldn't because there's only one verse that talks about, and it was just this year Halloween was on the weekend. <laughs> you should have did that verse. Fuck it. We're gonna talk over it anyway. I'm DJ cluing this bitch. I had to give at least Halloween because I missed the 21st of September. I missed it was the 3rd of September. I said, I'm not missing Halloween. Somebody somebody asked me, why did, why did DJ Khaled always had to yell out his, his name? I was like, oh, y'all ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I said, boy, DJ Clue was straight talking to you. Dave Dash. With the echo. Dave Dash spent seven minutes on Champions just talking. Song was three minutes long. Like, of actual rapid. You know niggas in the studio was like, shut the fuck up, Dame. 
Well, he paid, he paid them, so they were like, oh, hey, go say it. All right, can we have this conversation right after this song about DJ Clue? Yes. Are you trying, you trying to listen to the song? Well, I just want to make sure I don't fuck up this part. DJ Clue hopping on like in the very beginning with the echo. The clue, clue, clue. The professional, professional, professional. Does that make the song just a little bit better? Illuminati! You know what? Yes, because. I feel like I'm about to hear some hot shit when I hear that. Because I'm going to tell you why. It gave you, it, it, it automatically, for one, if it was a DJ Clue, you know it's going to be fire. Because you know he was putting niggas on it. Yes. And then even if you would listen to it in a legal way, it made it made it more street because that's how the DJs were doing on the mixtapes. So even if you went to Best Buy and you copped the album and you, you, you got it playing in your fucking in your car that's legal with the legal tags, legal insurance, <laughs> your legal license, and you're driving. And I feel like he it was- made you feel a little more gritty. Because you felt like, yo, this is just like the bootleg. I could be wrong on this. I could be completely wrong on this. But I feel like he was one of the first DJ slash producers that really put their name on there. Sort of like an artist signing the bottom of the picture. Well, he, he was definitely the, the first. Well, he was one of the I first mainstream. Him, yeah, I would say either him or just Blaze were like the first oh, no, guys. No, no, no. Well, just Blaze was the first, D, the first producer that, put his, that had his name drop. That's what I'm saying. I can, I can say that. 100%, that was just Blaze. That was him. But Clue, remember, they were doing that. Funk Flex was doing that. Even the bootleg, like, DJ shit back in the day, they were all doing that. Well, Funk had the artist actually, like, say his name. Because I can remember there were certain mixtapes where he had, so, like, yeah, Faith it, Evans I mean, and them saying his name. I mean, yeah, I guess it would be it would be Clue then for the, for the, the mainstream of the last, like, 30 years. You know what it is for me? It's like going to a Mexican restaurant and ordering a fajita, and you hear the shit before it gets to you. You hear it sizzling? Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you, your mind just starts preparing for the goodness. Oh, That's yeah. what it is to me when he does that on a song. Yeah. I know people are sitting there going, I thought he was going to say something negative about it. No, I ain't going to say nothing negative about DJ Clue. No, no, How much dog. fire he put out here in these streets? Dog. Even now, still, Charlamagne every morning is talking about dropping one of Clue's bombs. That nigga is solidified in these streets. Don't ever speak bad about no, DJ Clue. We don't gonna say nothing bad about DJ Clue. I will never in my life mention a bad word about it. DJ Clue is the reason DJ Khaled has a platform. Absolutely. And as as much shit I give DJ Khaled, he can't dress for shit. And I know his wife is sick of him. But as much I know his kids are sick of him. Asabi look at him like, yo, shut the fuck up. But he does an amazing job at what he does. He gets artists and he gets artists that commit to a song and he puts the shit together and it sounds amazing. I would never ever not Khaled for that. And he's done an amazing job of promoting himself. That nigga Khaled got on Snapchat and made himself another career. I feel like with the pros, there are cons with DJ Khaled. They, but they even out. It's not like the cons outweigh, you know, all the good he's done. Certain artists, sometimes they might need a hit, and these are artists that actually live off of hits and things. He'll grab them and put them on a song, and 
whether you thought they fit or not, the song is going to be a hit. Yes. He's known for making summer bangers up until maybe Listen, when it, when it's warm outside, years. when it's warm outside? Oh yeah, he's he's You're going to hear DJ Khaled songs. They're they're going to be it for you. There are certain artists that are seasonal and he is with the 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 spring and summer most definitely. He's when definitely outside, he's an anthem guy. When you're outside, he's with you. Yes. And he makes music that you can play on the top 40 stations and your hip hop stations. Absolutely. And for, for every song he's going to give you he's going to give you a couple hood ass rappers and then he's going to give you fucking Miley Cyrus on the shit. And for what it's worth, he has a personality that people could fuck with. Yes. I'm just tired of him because I'm I'm a hater. I'm evidently. Um I'm just I'm this nigga is just he's all over the place, which is great. That's that's what he's but goddamn, I'm just tired of him. I've been fucking with DJ Khaled since 05, 06. And then before, matter of fact, before that, DJ Khaled was Terror Squad. So he was fucking with Pun and, and Fat Joe. A lot of y'all don't. DJ Khaled's been doing this for a very long time. He's been in this. He's been in these streets for a long time. So I applaud him because he has significantly extended his career. When nobody, his first album didn't come out till 2006. And let me tell you, that first single on that shit. Oh my god! But that says something when you have a, or, or a producer like that that can sort of change their career for the better. Yes. But he was giving you heat well into I can, like the I, late 80s. I can, late play, 90s. I can play you the singles off of his first album and they hold up now. They, if you dropped, if you dropped Holla at me, baby this summer, well, not this summer, but like a regular summer. Now that shit would hold up in the streets and that shit would be the song of the summer. Matter of fact, there's not a whole lot of songs that come out. That's summer anthems, quote unquote, that I'm going to put above Holla at Me, baby. He, okay. caught, he caught niggas in a prime. That's the last time I heard Paul Wall sound fucking crazy. But I just feel like it's an oversaturation thing at this point. Yeah. And he's, then he's, when he's not winning, he sort of takes it out on other artists. Like, he didn't need to do that to Tyler. He didn't. He didn't. But I, I know what his beef was. I, and I get why he had that beef. He was trying to play the game, but the game had changed on him. Well, he was saying, how is this number one and nobody, you don't hear it. He was upset because all the things that everybody uses to go number one, Tyler didn't use any of that. I don't think it was, I don't think it was him hating on Tyler. Even he, It wasn't hating even though he was hating. It was hating how the fuck did we go about this and we still lost? He is a creature of the radio. Yes. Unfortunately, the radio is a dying breed now. So but where yeah. you don't have to put your song on there and it can still be like the hottest See, thing. But then now it's streaming and he does that well too. Well, I was going to say a lot of artists now are getting off of the, the TikTok and stuff like that. TikTok. I said the TikTok like I'm old. See, but now, too, that they're doing all these streaming sites are doing their featured artists. But you see how much uh, artists are trying to like, like established artists are trying to pay TikTok. Oh, yeah. And, and sort of TikTok celebrities well, to make we like just, a dance for this shit. We now. just watched Drake do it. Like, it's crazy how all of these established artists are trying to pay their way to this now. And artists like Sada baby got off just because he, I mean, the song is kind of fire. Well, I, I don't, I don't even know what song you're talking about. The, um, whole lot of choppers. 
You never heard it? I'm, I I have to look it up on my own in here, but I don't, I don't know what you're talking it, about. He 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 did the cheat code. But I also don't of, listen to Sada Baby. Um, too much booty in the pants dance. Mm-hmm. He used that, you know. He did the cheat code off of that. Oh, he sampled that one. Yeah, okay. and so well, if you like, you, I heard it. I was like, I see why the young kids would fuck with this because they don't know where this came from. Even if we just look at, and I'm not saying that Drake paid TikTokers because he was like, I'm gonna make a dance song to see how I can do this. Because I remember him saying it earlier in the that year. That was more of him it. having fun with. He it, just though. yeah, he just put something out that was like, I know they'll take this and run with it. Yeah, but if you make something that's able for TikTok people that are able to to do videos and make them go viral, you are, you're you're going to win that. Well, Drake, I, I would take Drake out of this because Drake is at that point now in his career where he'll just drop anything. Well, here, and, here's the thing too, and I I don't want to sit here and sound like we're dick riding Drake. Drake can't miss. Not right now, no. And this is coming from a person that didn't like one of him and Khaled's singles. I didn't like Grease because it didn't sound like Drake. I don't really like Drake a majority of the time. I I do think he's a talented artist, but I just don't fuck with him. And no, I like this it. isn't this isn't hometown bias or anything, by the way. Like I just it, Drake just isn't for me. I don't think I don't think I don't really think that hometown bias is a real thing. Only because. Me and you, we went through some of the greatest hip-hop things of all time. Yes. The only time the bias was there was East versus West. To a degree. Was Virginia ever involved? VA wasn't really involved with that. No, we weren't, but we were on the East Coast. Yeah, but I don't think the people on the West Coast were looking at VA like... Well, when I say the East, the biggest thing was Cali, New York. Yeah. You weren't going to hear Tupac in a lot of spots in New York. And you weren't going to hear Biggie in a lot of spots in L.A. That was just gonna be that. That wasn't that for, for Pusha T and fucking no, Drake. no. It wasn't gonna be that. Although some of them kids Drake, in Toronto tried, it they just tried. Didn't, it, it didn't go well. Drake was just too big for that to happen. And if anybody thought that this was going to fuck up Drake's anything, no, he was too big, and he's still too big for that to happen. That's like when that motherfucker. What's the dude's name? Oh God! A long time ago, nigga, that was he went at Hove randomly. It was oh, it was an yeah. underground rapper. Uh, I forgot who you talking about. And he went at Hove, and everybody was like, "Oh man, Hove got to do something. Hove's got to do something. If he don't, he's done." Hove never uttered that nigga's name. He didn't even. I don't even know if Hove ever heard the song. I think he dropped an album right after that, and people forgot his name, which it, is what I'm going through right now. Like I'm trying to Google him right now. I can't remember what what this dude's name, but. It was here today, gone tomorrow, because you can't shoot at the top where these niggas are. Your bullets aren't going to reach. It's not going to make an effect on them. Yeah, the internet's going to go nuts about it. They're going to say shit. Losing a battle when you're already the king of the world isn't going to hurt you. If I've lost one battle, but I've won this war already, that's nothing. It's it's nothing, and it was never going to be anything. That nigga Drake dropped his album like right after that. That nigga that shit still did dumb numbers. It's not going to affect. You can't do it. There's- well, what? Okay, so I understand what you're saying. I agree with everything that you're saying. I just want to add. I think Push was the only person that could actually do what he did. Like he, this was the first time we saw Drake bleed. Well. Push was also privy to information. Yes, but this is the first time we saw Drake bleed. 
Yes. You got to remember, there was a lot of artists that came for Drake. A lot of. But they weren't privy to information. A lot of. A lot of MCs, like a lot of legit, like if I read off the list of guys that actually came for Drake, well, now and Drake walked away like it was nothing. That nine times out of ten on that list, I don't even know if those people actually said his name. Oh, I'm talking about the people that actually responded or actually said something about him, like in 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 song. Now, did they say it with his name, or did they, or was it subliminals? I'm talking, I'm talking both, because even with subliminals, you can that could easily start some shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I can't respect. I'm just Sabonis. saying that I have to only because you could easily, especially if it's if you know who it's about, you could sit there and put two and two together and go, oh, that's Drake. Yeah, but here's the thing about so you're not taking the shot because you're afraid of the shot that's going to come back. Or, Even if you're great lyrically, if you're only doing subliminals, that tells me you want to jab, but you don't actually want. Well, the punch to come back. I think what, and once again, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. When it came to when Common tried to step to Drake, I feel like what you're saying hurt him more than it helped because Common is one of those dudes that's really ill with subliminals uh-huh. and really paint a picture. Picture. When he did, I used to love her, and he was sort of talking crazy about not NWA per se, but just West Coast rappers. Mm-hmm. When you listen to it now, it's like, damn, that was cold. I think he tried to do the same with Drake, but now you can't do that. You sort of have to say. And you see, and here's the best thing about, okay, so when that happened, Drake wasn't even at his peak yet. Yeah, I think he was. He was still, he was on upward climbs. First album when that happened. Well, no, no, I think that was in between the first and the second. Yeah, it was right around that time. It was close to the second, whether. It was right before he was about to take over the world. But if you remember. The one of the responses to that song was "Stay Scheming," which is one of it wasn't even Drake's song, and it's one of his best verses, and that put it into it. I think Ludacris tried to do the same thing, and that was about flows. And by that time, nobody was really checking for a Ludacris album. Yeah, because I think the big problem was Ludacris was saying that. Drake and Nikki were they stole their flow from Big Daddy Kane or whatever. When they would say stuff like when the like ha- when Nikki said rap. I was uh, that and when she did the I'm a star sheriff badge and Ludacris yeah. got off on that saying that was Big Daddy Kane's flow like like why are y'all celebrating this? It's it's certain seeing an old head and then there's certain niggas that say shit like that and you just sound like a hater like okay so what. Luda came up singing about Luda came up rapping about shit that I could say, oh shit, you sound like Lil' Kim. He had that shock rap. That oh my god, I can't believe he's talking about getting head on the fucking 50 yard line. Yeah, his, his That was Lil' Kim's whole MO. He was more about just I would dare to say he was more like Rick Ross before Rick Ross. Where he sort of embellished a lot, but it was it was well, shit you wanted to hear. Well, that's we can't even put that just on Ludacris. That was that was. A I lot mean, of I niggas, know there boy. was a lot, of, but the way he embellished was like. Remember, remember, Pimp Pimp C had to check Jeezy about that. Pimp C had to check a lot of people. Exactly. That's 
Listen, that's one man that if he was still alive now, I don't think the rap game would be what it is right now. I think it would, but it'll be a, another. It'll be another nigga saying that y'all niggas shouldn't be rapping about the shit you rap about. Like, we know one person who could easily check a lot of people, and you see, and I, that's why I say I don't think it would make a difference because we but, we've we've just learned that checking niggas ain't doing shit for them for but, them <laughs> against their numbers. <laughs> I I will say. He has their back. Like the man we're talking about, who I will not say his name, he has Drake's back. Oh yeah, he has a lot of these artists back. So but, it's not and, like. And, but Drake is one of the few that I'm saying that he's not embellishing shit because he's not even talking about the shit that niggas are embellishing. Or if he is, he's talking <laughs> about things he wants to do, not things yeah. he's done. Yes. Now, unless you're a girl that he's talking about, and maybe he's embellishing y'all relationship, that's one thing. But nothing that Drake's talking about is. Is something that Pimp C would be like, you're embellishing. <laughs> like, this nigga's not talking about moving no drugs. He's not talking about gangster shit. Speaking of uh, rappers who were about that life, uh, I want to just backtrack a little bit. I have been taking medication lately um, just to help out with uh, some neuropathy I've been going through. And. I don't think I'm supposed to be taking it before I go to sleep. Like, it doesn't say I'm not supposed to take it before I go to sleep, but it usually helps me go to sleep. So I usually take it just to help, you Mm -hmm. know, stay asleep. So what day is it? Today's Thursday. Monday had a dream that for some reason I was at somebody's house. They had had Chick-fil-A catered, but they didn't have any Polynesian sauce. So I am going crazy. I'm cussing everybody out. And this is a house full of white folks. I'm cussing everybody out. I'm getting ready to leave. And right before I go, I'm like, you know what, man? No, I, I ain't le- I'm, I'm not leaving this party like this. Let me find D. Let me find D in Louisiana's own Master P. I don't know why Master P was at this party. I don't know why I was. I had to look for Master P, but I had to find him. Gotta find Percy. There. Gotta find Percy. So I found Percival. And I'm like, yo, man, they they ain't getting no Polynesian sauce. And he just looked at me, you know, with that stare, with his mouth open, with the gold teeth showing. That's how he looked at Dorian when he when you seen him in the uh, the uh, the restaurant door, the fast food spot that Dorian worked at. And he just looked at me like, no, Shawty, no, 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 you gonna be alright. Nah, little Wody. You know what, man? We we gonna handle this. You know what I'm saying? Nah, this song is hard too, by the way. We gonna put you on a bag of wrap snacks. What flavor you want? And I looked at him, and the bitch came out my voice. Something vinegar, and I woke up. So it was just you know I put to say the flea put the state of the the person on the bed. That's why I woke up. I said, "Wait a minute, something about this dream ain't right." <laughs> Let me get the Migo shit. <laughs> I was up for like thirty minutes, going, "Why did I?" It was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, "Why the fuck was I dreaming about Master P and being on rap snacks and Polynesian sausage shit?" So I said, "You know what?" It is what it is. It, I just started taking the medication, and, you know, it might have fucked with me a little bit, you know. Maybe once it's in my system, I'll be good. Next day, Tuesday night, or, <laughs> well, same night, went back to sleep. 
This is the dream. <laughs> this dream right here was bananas. So the next dream I had was remember the remember the time video? Of course. I had a dream that Star I was said the video. I was one of the guards. Wow. And I had just left work. So I had worked this shift. With your with your current body. No, no, no. Okay. I was just one of the guards in the background. You understand why I had to ask that, right? Yes. Okay. So I had just got off. I had just clocked out in ancient Egypt. <laughs> and I went to whatever bar they had in ancient Egypt. This nigga went to the sundial. Like, basically. Basically. Like I wrote it on a scribe. And then I, I met up to whatever equivalent a bar is in ancient Egypt. And I saw you and Dom and everybody. <laughs> were you what? And we were all in ancient, like we were all in the garb. We were we were in ancient chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all are sitting there talking about work. Like, oh man, you know, man, this brick building thing is just, oh man, it's killing. I was like, yo, chill out. And so I'm sitting there going, motherfucker, you talking about bricks? Let me tell you what happened to me today. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I showed up. This nigga Magic showed up like 10 minutes late. I had to check for him again. You know what I mean? I had to make sure I write his name down before mine to make him look good. He got eyeliner all in his eyes and shit. I had to help him fix that. Then all of a sudden. Do you say Magic as in yes, Johnson? Yes. Remember Magic yes, Johnson was one of the guards? Yes, yes. So then something goes on where I start talking about the people that were trying to entertain the queen. And I'm like, yo, this nigga tried to eat fire and shit. And this bitch was bored as hell. And so she had to make me cut his head off. And so I come back from washing off the blood off my hands, and this motherfucker shows up in a robe in 120 degree weather. Now I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This nigga gonna die of a heat stroke. And then he just turns to dust. Like, I'm explaining what the fuck Michael Jackson is doing. Dog. Doing the thing. I'm like, yo, the queen, or the king sitting up there looking like a bitch, because he don't wanna, and then he finally gonna tell me to chase this motherfucker. I just saw him turn into black dust. What the fuck I'm gonna do to him? I'm tired of killing people today. Send magic ass. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I come back from Jason. This dusty motherfucker, he comes back with a whole silk press and like 30 motherfuckers behind him are dancing on the floor that I just mopped. I was going in. I'm telling this story. Dom is rolling. You looking at me like, nigga, this ain't real. <laughs> Yo. I and then I'm like, hey, man. Dude started speaking in tongues about that pussy, though, because he said, brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
<laughs> I'm fucking good. This shit has gone off the rails today. Off the fucking rails. Dog, that drink. I woke up from that and I said, you know what? I I, I just stay up today. Off I just stay up God, today. Off the goddamn rails. Like, I almost wanted to call the doctor and be like, yo, uh, is there a lower prescription that I can take? Yeah, you need you need something else, dog. Because uh, I'm good now. Don't crack dreams are gone. But, like, I was just like, why would I dream? Because I didn't even, I haven't seen the Remember the Time video in, like, years. Just because I've seen it so many times, I can literally step yeah. by step tell you exactly what's going to happen. And I think that's why, I, <laughs> I think that dream sort of, but I haven't had any other crack dreams like that. I haven't had crack dreams in a while. I remember that one dream I had where I went to heaven and I was like going to a concert and like all the musicians were playing. I think I told you about this one. All the musicians were playing. And then I think it was either Prince or somebody else had asked me to come on stage and play guitar. And I was like, I don't know how to play guitar. And they were like, it's heaven, man. You can do whatever, man. Just, just dream it. No, dog, be careful. He could put uh, Kim Kardashian tried that shit. <laughs> and so I went on stage and like I started playing guitar, but it wasn't sounding like what I was dreaming it would sound like. And uh-huh. then I looked down and my hands were gone. And Prince was sitting there holding my hands, like in his hands. Like he had taken my hands off and made me play guitar and I didn't know it. And I woke up. Like I had some fucked up dreams, man. I, we, I need, we need to talk about something else, dog. That, that I don't. I had a dream that I could fly, but I ended up like taking a bus anyways to school. I had a dream that I got stuck in the Discovery Zone ball pit and I couldn't get out. Nigga, that's enough. Like I kept like the edge was right. That's there enough, nigga. Shut and up. I just couldn't get out. <laughs> Yo, dog, Yo, I'm telling you, I had some. I had some I I don't know if they're dreams. I think they're more like nightmarish. I already know what the, the fucking title of this should be. It's crazy, dog, that you don't have like actual dreams like that. I have wild dreams, but like I only remember them for like the first like ten minutes of me waking up and then they're gone. I, I'd be having them dreams. But like, I get a lot of deja vu dreams. I get majority of mine are like that. Yeah, I get mostly deja vu shit, which Especially scares when me. Shit. Yeah. Scares me because when I get other dreams that are realistic but not gonna happen, I'm like, yo, th- th- this shit was um, that shit would have me like sitting in my house for like five days and not leaving. Like, if I ever have a dream about money, I don't consider it a dream. I call it a premonition. If yeah, I like, why, if I make some, why money? my deja vu shit got to be about broke shit? Why can't it be <laughs> with some shit? Well, a lot of my deja vu shit is like me chilling with like a group of people somewhere, like we're eating dinner and we'll have a conversation about something, and then or, like two or, weeks later we have that conversation. Or I get the random dream about ex girlfriends, but it's always ex girlfriends I don't talk to. I never have I never have dreams about ex girlfriends that I'm cool with that we like converse on a regular basis. I only have the one about. Like, I only have them about the ones that would probably hit me with their car if they had a chance. But the ones I have about money wake me the fuck up quick. Like, the one I told you about, that premonition I told you about, like, a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, that woke me up. Like, that made me want to do some shit. And I, I ended up not doing nothing. But it made me want to. But, yeah, I got to I gotta talk to my doctor and see what's going on with that. You got to talk to somebody, dog, because you, you are here. 
But these aren't like all together. These have been like years apart. It's just these are the ones for some reason I can remember. Nigga, the last two you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> don't even. I, I don't care about the other ones. The, I, the, the two that you were in the detail with today, you need to talk to somebody. I just I don't ever think about Master P. Master P has never been on my mind. I, he is what he is. I haven't even seen that No Limit documentary yet. That one I I think is is it on BET? Yeah. I haven't even seen that yet, and I actually want to see that. But you know what's crazy? It, and I feel wrong. I feel bad for it. If I think we talk about if this on BET, I feel less inclined to watch it. I can understand why you feel that way. Like I just I don't, I don't know. I just feel less in, like, and I hear niggas talk about it. And I'm like, oh, cool. But nine times out of ten, if it's on BET, I'm probably not gonna watch it. I just I don't. First of all, I can't say I, I would hate to say this about my own people because we don't own it. Nope. I feel like what sealed the deal for me with BET was when they brought in Tyler Perry to like run their. Uh... Yeah, we talked about this before, and I had nothing against Tyler Perry. It's just that I'm. Nigga, I'm tired of you. Yeah, it's, it's like when you got him to run BET Plus, and you got him making these shows with. Terrible acting. Well, I'm not going to say... Okay, it's terrible acting with great actors. Tyler Perry and Lena Waithe run BET. And Lena Waithe... I love Lena Waithe. I watch her uh, that Boomerang show she does. I didn't want to watch it because I knew it was going to fuck up with everything I loved about the movie. Well, here's the thing. It, it's not even... The only part of it is that it's Marx's daughter. Um, But a lot of that like tied to the movie ends in the first season. Not because... They're not, he's not, like, she's not his child anymore, or, but, like, he gets, like, he gets caught on some Me Too shit, and he's never in the show. This is all from here, like, you hear from her. He gets caught with some Me Too shit, and then her and the boy Bryce worked for his company. But after he got caught with the Me Too shit, the company went under. That's really all you know about it. And now everything else is just having to do with like the four the four friends. Isn't it like based in Atlanta now or some shit like that? Yeah. See, that's another thing. That just well, one of them is in Atlanta. I, I, he has, I think, he has multiple. Um, but that office is in Atlanta. Yeah. See, that's another thing. Like, don't. Like we live everywhere. You know that, right? Like we don't actually live just in Atlanta. Well, yeah. I. You know. That's another reason why I don't like Tyler Perry's shit because it's all, like I Always understand. In <laughs> I understand that you built that studio there, great. But the studios in Hollywood at least pretend to be like in New York or some other shit. Like I don't need to be in Atlanta in every one of your shows. Like, and it's only he only does that for his, like the shit that he has to do with because everything else that they do at Tyler Perry Studios, which they do all the all the Marvel movies get filmed there. They do a shitload of stuff over there. They have no problem pretending they're in a different place. <laughs> None. They be acting like they in New York all the time, and those niggas are not in New York. <laughs> and then he'll, he'll cast, like, people that have no, like, you know they don't actually live, like, in Atlanta, or they don't and have anything to do with Atlanta. They they cast a lot of these Instagram cele- celeb, not, uh, um, comedians, which some of them are funny, but I don't, I don't want to watch a show where Drewski is one of the main characters. Yeah. That's what, I think that's what fucked up Rel. I don't think, all right, going back to those comedians that I just can't, 
I think they're just doing a little too much. I mm. think Lil Rel was one of those. See, I don't get that from because a lot of his shit that I see him when I saw him in the Carmichael show that like him and Tiffany Haddish, if they were not on that show, I think it would still be on the air right now. You think so? Yes. I mean, amongst mm. other things, like they really fucked him with that schedule and not really promoting it because it was a really funny see, show. I think that's what gets them more. Like um, because all- like like Marlon. I enjoyed Marlon, but for one, I couldn't remember when the fuck the shit came on. Okay, I'm, I'm. Two, I never saw commercials for it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna put myself on this ledge. Okay. Okay. Now, I will say I've seen him in things that are funny. I do not believe that Lil Rel himself or. Marlon Wayans himself mm-hmm. is funny. That's 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 totally understandable. I'm gonna go on that ledge because you know when you talk about the Wayans family, yeah, those are like comedy gods. But I feel like out of all of them, he's the least funny. Yeah, and I think he's the one that tries to be funny the most. I think if he toned it down just a little bit, it would be great. I've seen one of his stand-up specials on Netflix, and I was like, damn, like I was actually laughing at that. See, I think that's maybe why I liked his show because it wasn't him like overly trying to be funny. There were there were times where he was, and I was like, okay, that's not that funny. But I enjoyed like the show as a whole. But yeah, I think I think that show. I think I watched Rel. That was all right. But I thought that that um the girl it's the the girl on there was a, a internet chick. I think yeah. it was just hilarious. Yeah, it was just hilarious. That she's not she's not funny. She's not funny at all. Um, all she does is just yell at you. Yeah, and I'm like. You really can't act that well. Um, and her Baltimore accent is just strong as a yeah, bitch. And, and then they were supposed, sh- supposed to be in Chicago on that one. Yeah. And then, um, oh, there was another show. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Boomerang. That the girl, the YouTube girl is on there. And I'm like, I, I, if the show didn't have you on there, it would be a better show. And then she's a stripper, a lesbian stripper in the show. And but then she's trying to be a rapper or something on the show. And I'm just like, dog, okay, we get it. You guys are okay, cool, but this is this is super duper unnecessary. Because everybody else else on the show seems to be some somewhat successful. And I'm not saying that you can't be a stripper, lesbian stripper, rapper, and not be successful. But she's not. Yeah. I understand that. Um, and I enjoy Lena Waithe. Like, I love the shy. That's what I'm saying. Like, the shy is... I got to catch up on this season, though. I, I, I watched... Hey, this season, it was different because Brandon wasn't up there because he was too busy sexually harassing his... Yeah, yeah. But the, what they did... They, well, they killed that nigga off in the first, like, 10 minutes of that in the season. They had his funeral and everything. <laughs> But the whole season, even with him not being there, I enjoyed it. But, like, that show was, I just feel like when you take something like Boomerang, that's like one of our classics. Yeah. It's kind of hard, especially when I, I saw that Holly Berry had, like, some, I think she was, like, one of the producers on there. Yeah. See, if they, and you know what? I, I bet, um, if they named it something else, and 
they took out the Marcus Graham part of it. If it was completely different, I think this would be a hit. Like to it me, would be, would it would be enjoyed by more. But they associated it with Boomerang. It's Marcus Graham's daughter. If you take that out of the all come all together, it doesn't fuck up the story at all. At all. That's like doing like a, a TV show on like New Jack City, but you have the son of Nino Brown now runs a new version of the Carter and that's it. Like no mention of Mookie, none of like the Dada man was never yeah. like it now is like the fuck, like all the people that I actually fuck with in this movie just don't exist anymore. Yeah. And it's like, but I get what they were trying to do. You know what Lena Wave tries to do a lot of the, she tries to bring a lot of the old 90s shit back and everything, which I get it. That's that's where you grew up. That's where we are because she's our age. So I get it. But you don't have to try to push this. You don't have to, you don't have to push it like that. If, they, if this show had nothing to do with Boomerang, I think it would be more successful. And it's getting – I think it's getting watched by people because they keep, they keep renewing seasons. But you don't have to do – you don't have to do – I just want to sit them aside. But like, y'all she's, don't have to do this. She's too creative to be wasted on She really remake. is. She really is. She's too creative. She's too gifted. She's really, really good at what she can do. Like, really good. Dog, I watched that Thanksgiving episode of Master of None every year. That is the best episode of the show. She is super talented. So, like, to get her to do, like, they could have easily had her come in and do an original show. Yes. And then she has an original show up there, too, that she does. But I never, I didn't watch it. It It's called, like, 20s or some shit. I didn't watch it. But I just. Stop asking these people to remake classics. Or spin-off classics. Yeah, and CBS. CBS, y'all. Let Y'all them trash make for that too. Let them Fox too. Yeah, Fox is trash for that. Let well. them make. Let people make something completely original. Let us fall in love with shows that are original. And if it and y'all work, only they only do it with the black shit. Well, CBS is redoing all the the eighties sitcoms and shit now. Yeah, like they're doing like MacGyver and shit. I don't want to watch no MacGyver. Well, now. like they're not trying to remake fucking. They're not do, trying to spin off Friends with fucking with Ross's kids. Although people would watch that shit for they definitely one would. Why do y'all have to spin off everything? I don't like. I'm gonna watch this say about the bell shit because I just want to see how it looks. But you don't have to do this. Okay, so a spin off on one of your streaming platforms. Okay, I'm fine with that because one, if you're giving me everything at once, like Netflix and everything is. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they're doing that. That's what I'm saying. Like if if they're doing it that way, I can at least watch a few episodes and go. Okay, I enjoy this. Or I can go, nah, the same for me. But if you yeah. do one a week on your streaming platform, or if you do it on actual television, like off, off of a real network schedule, who boy. You know, I didn't mind how they did the boys, schedule-wise. I didn't mind it either. I actually, I, that, if they would do it that way, I would be cool with that. But I knew what I was getting into. Well, even, even with these other shows, if you give me five episodes just off top, it's, if it's... What, between eight and ten episodes, you give me five off top, and then the next five weekly, I'm cool with that too. Because even if I watch two or three and not five, I'm done. That's it. Okay. I don't know what else you had to talk about today. We didn't talk about everything on the Sunday. I know we didn't plan on talking I mean, about today. I mean, we still got to make football picks, but we good. Well, nothing really happening this week. 
other than the, the White Sox hiring a racist as their manager. Well, it's I, I can tell you one thing. It's hard to it's hard to hire a manager in baseball who isn't. Yeah, but we talking about Tony. Like he is. Like, Listen, as, if you win a World Series, you're gonna get a coaching job. He's like the head. I'm not gonna say he's the head clan. And I don't. A little too I do. I do think it's tone deaf for, for the White Sox to hire him. Out of all of the organizations, the White Sox. Yes. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I know. I know. Yeah. Because we both know why we're saying this. Yeah. If it was the Cubs, okay. Red Sox, yeah. But the White Sox? And then, like, any if anybody doesn't watch baseball, Google the roster of the White Sox. That is, like, one of the blackest. And it's not even, like, black, like, I'm black, but I play baseball. This is, I'm blackity black, black, black. I'm wearing my chains. I'm not taking them off. I think them and I'm the Atlanta un- Braves are, I'm, like. I'm unbuttoned. I'm, I'm making this shit cool. Like, them and the Atlanta Braves are, like, the two black. Well, the Atlanta Braves got a lot of Dominicans on their team. That's the thing, too. The but, Dominicans, they got all, <laughs> baseball has all the Dominicans that look black. <laughs> but those are, like, the two blackest yeah. franchises. And you put Tony La Russa over there on the south side of Chicago? Yep. That's just. This is a man that said. If you want to protest, you need to do it in a clubhouse. You will not come out and disrespect the flag in my presence. Talking about people who are kneeling. This was, so this was like, and this wasn't like a year or so ago. This was like a few months ago. I can't, I can't wait uh, for the first interaction between Tony LaRusso and his players. Oh, Tim Washington? They're gonna, I think that's his name. They're going to be like. Uh, that brother that called baseball out for being born and shit with yeah. his unwritten rule? Yeah. And Tony LaRusso is absolutely one of those old timers that don't believe that you should break any of the unwritten rules of baseball. Like, you don't walk across a pitcher's mound. You don't do this. You don't do that. You wear your hat forward. You don't. You, everything that white people want baseball to be, he wants it to be like that too. Take those chains off. Son. But which is why they 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 suck so much. <laughs> this is this is why the ratings are and have been in the dirt for years. I mean, he was right when he said that, you know, this is a uh, white man's sport. Like, he was not lying. A lot of white people actually, a lot of older white people are still holding on to baseball. That's oh, yeah. the one sport. Yeah. That and hockey, they just will not, there's no way they're letting those go. Well, that's because you could be out of shape and, be, and play baseball. There's you a lot play, of out of shape pitchers. You play baseball for damn near 30 years. Yeah. Like coming out of high school, you could be there till because then after you're not a starter anymore, you could be in a rotation. You could just pitch three batters, or you could be like a designated hitter. Yeah, and they're always going to take care of their own. Always, if you win a World Series in any facet, you're you can tell somebody you want to be a manager. You'll, they're going to throw you right into a management spot. Whereas basketball, it's going to take a little while for some people. Well, if you're black. No, Evidently. when basketball got too black, you know, when Allen Iverson showed up, man, they didn't know what the hell to do. They came up with all them rules, but forgot that we can dress. Yeah, we can and, actually. And dress. now, and dress now, dress. what they're wearing to the game is its own thing. But that was also before they realized sneakers and shit was going to get how it got. I, t- I was talking to somebody the other day. Nobody realized how big sneakers were going to become 
globally as far as mainstream. If you would have told a sneaker nigga in line 10, 15 years ago that was going to be like this, they'd be like, no fucking way. No fucking way. Nigga, the first time I saw a Stock X commercial on TV, I almost passed out. I was like, what the fuck is this? Now, there's a fucking kicks subsection of Bleach Report. You can't, you can't watch a basketball game or a football game and them not talking about the fucking sneakers or cleats that they're wearing. Custom shits are off the charts. The shoe surgeon is making a killing. This nigga Nelly's on Dancing with the Stars with heeled sneakers. I hate him so much. They were Jordan. What Jordans were those? He's done a bunch of them. He's done Jordan 3s. He's done Jordan 1s. He's done Air Maxes. He's done so he many fucking shoes. Arrested. That nigga needs to be thrown in fucking jail. He's done 11s. He needs to get thrown in jail. I hate that nigga. So I want him to be eliminated with the quickness. He'll make me watch it and vote. Disgusting. But that's what it's, it's become so big that now they can't say shit because nigga, niggas are not just watching the game for the game. I want to, nigga, I want to see what Braun wearing to the fucking stadium. Y'all call it what you want. You can act like it's, it's a game for you to appreciate how another man's dressed. Do that. Cool. You're an idiot. Everybody wants to see that. Everybody. And it has it has bled over into the NFL now. Yes. Yes. And Cam was the first dude. All right, look. We I'm gonna talk about this for a second because I I'm gonna fight for Cam because he gave Auburn a national championship and another Heisman trophy. Jerry Garcia of all people should not be saying anything. Or Jeff Garcia, of all people. That's what Jerry Garcia is not saying anything. <laughs> At all. Yeah, not now anyways. Uh, rest in peace, Jerry Garcia. Jeff Garcia it should be the last person to talk about Cam Newton's attire. Jerry Garcia shouldn't be talking about anything related to quarterbacks. Jeff, I don't know how he got a job as a... All of his best years well, were because it, of T.O. And I think it's he. I think it's one of those regional channels, isn't it? Yes, I think it's for San, or San Francisco. Yeah, that's why. Jeff, sit down, man. Just sit down. Well, here's it. Okay. Cam dresses like a slave master's wife. Sure, he dresses like. Uh, <laughs> sure, he dresses like your auntie from church that yeah. serves all the refreshments after he, service. And, but I'm defending his right to wear whatever the fuck he wants. But he, he can't dress for shit. He's achieved way <laughs> he, more than you, Jeff Garcia. He's dressed like a carnival barker. <laughs> sure, sometimes when I see him wear that scarf and that fedora combination over the dreads, I say, why? And then he has dressed like gunplay. Sure, sometimes he wears a suit with sweatpants and then like Chelsea boots. And then let's not talk about the Instagram fonts. There's a lot of things that we could put question marks on. But you want to know why we let him get these things off? Because he's done way more. This, the Carolina Panthers should, after it's all said and done, at least attempt to put a statue of Cam Newton up. Well, he def- made them relevant for a they'll, while. They'll definitely retire his jersey. Well, maybe he's black, so they might not. Well, they got a new owner, so. Uh, still still Carolina. Under the previous (laughs) owner that they just took that statue down. No, that wasn't going to happen. You probably would have just patted him on the back. Good job, boy. Yeah. Sent him on his way. That's exactly what they did. (laughs) But Jeff? 
Not Jeff. Jeff can't say that. No, he can't. And they've been pulling up pictures of his style from back in the day. Lord have mercy. Woo. Then he, then he, then T.O. called him gay. I think that's one of the things that, that led got, T.O. That to him, get him yeah. to Philly, yes. T.O. called that nigga all types of days. But that's because Jeff at the time was like seen as like one of the quarterbacks of that time. You know, one of the premier. I'm not going to say premier, but he, he was one of the top He was He was known. But that's mainly because of T.O. Well, that's also mainly because of, yeah, that's also, that's, he, it's, it's part of it is the franchise he played for, too. I can say that, yeah. Take when, it you, over when, for, you, when you're a quarterback for certain franchises, it, it doesn't matter how you play. And you were still relevant, like, in the playoff picture and things. Yeah. But he learned like, quick he got up out of there. If you're a quarterback of the Cowboys, it's, it, it's, it's too, it's betters, it betters your business acumen to be quarterbacks of certain teams. I would say that being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, namesake-wise, is better than being a quarterback of any team. The risk-reward on that is high. Well, yes, because you got to be good. Because if Dak Prescott was, was sorry, I don't think Tony Romo would have been a commentator. Well, here, well, I, I think he would have because he couldn't stay healthy anyway. He was done. But they would have tried to make it work still. And that nigga's back would have crumbled on the fucking field. He was done. <laughs> he was. Because Jerry Jones loved Tony He Rome. did. And I think he loves him more being able to speak. Um, but even if you're mid with the Cowboys, that's better than being great with any other team. Name-wise. I would rather. Hold on. Because I hear. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Because that's just like I think when certain teams are good, it's better for these for sports like all the like when the Cowboys are good, it's better for the NFL. When certain teams are when the Lakers and Celtics and certain teams are good at NBA, it's better for the NBA. It brings the product to to more eyes. I think I would rather be the quarterback that's going to come in and save the franchise. Than be the quarterback of a franchise that is known for winning, like filling somebody's shoes. Like I can, yeah, I can see that too. Like I'd rather be the quarterback of like the Jets or mm. I, I would say the Browns, but they their problem is they always had like somewhat decent teams and they just found a way to fuck them up. I wouldn't say the Jets. I would say the Jets. Their whole the organization is bad. Or like Miami. Miami, yeah, I would definitely rather bring Miami back to relevance than. Because look at how Kyler Murray is looked at now. Like the Cardinals for a minute were like hot garbage, and that's not even really a storied franchise. But to come in to it, that, I think Mark Warner got his Kurt Hall Warner of Fame, or Kurt Warner. Why did I say Mark? Kurt Warner uh, got his. Hall, I think that solidified his Hall of Fame when he took them to the Super Bowl. I think he was already solidified, but I think that definitely helped. I don't think – I think that the Giants part of his career I actually think, hurt it. I think he was solidified in St. Louis. I think the Giants hurt it. I think whatever he had solidified in St. Louis, he, he fucked it up in, in, it, with the Giants. If anything, I think it showed when a team is put together what he, what he did. Because – you could easily have the argument of, well, if he's this great quarterback, how come he didn't do it with the Giants? Why did they have to go out and get Eli? Why did they have to go out and get 
you know, they, they benched him for a 300-pound quarterback named the Pillsbury Throwboy. Well, I mean. So that could have easily hurt his career. That could have easily hurt his Hall of Fame well, stance. I don't up think until Arizona with with your prototypical white quarterbacks, it takes a lot to hurt your 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 stock as far as high, um, Hall of Fame goes. And then having two redemption stories instead of just one on your career, it's gonna glow a lot more. Now, I th- see. I think the redemption story with St. Louis would have put him winning the court, winning the Super Bowl, and then get to a second one. I think that was already his plaque was already getting put together. Mm. We can really disagree on that one. You want to make your picks? Sure. All right, hold on. Let me see who. Let me see who I can piss off today with this. Let me see. You know what? I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Fox. Fox can get this. That's it. That's all I'm playing because I don't want us to be suspended anymore. I'm um, gonna start off with the game for tonight: the Falcons and the Panthers. Oh, Falcons. That's going to be a horrible game. I think the Falcons could do it. I'm going to pick the Panthers, though, because I'm smart. Atlanta seems to be cursed. I saw somebody say until they scrub off the Confederate soldiers off of Stone Mountain, Georgia teams will forever be cursed. I seen something that said until they make it right, Michael Vick, they're going to be cursed. (laughs) That is true, though. They need to make amends with that. I think they did, though. I think they retired his jersey. I could be wrong on that. I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll remember that Sunday. Vikings, Packers. I got the Packers on that. Packers. Titans, Bengals. Titans. I say the Titans, but that boy Joe Burrow has been balling. He has. Like, but I, Tennessee is pissed off. I'm surprised his back isn't hurting right now because he's <laughs> literally the Cincinnati Bengals right now. And then they get then they just traded that one of the defensive linemen. Yeah, so Tennessee's gonna and Tennessee, Tennessee run away with that one. Tennessee's pissed off because they thought they were gonna. They pissed off. They missed that kick last week. Hey, D, who do you think will win between the Jets and the Chiefs? The team with the black quarterback. Holy shit! I don't even know why they would televise that. But I need the I need the Jets to win something. Boy, if they win against the Chiefs, oh, that, oh they're not winning that game. I need them to win like two other games. Because we suck so bad, I don't think we're going to win any more games this year. I saw somewhere somebody said the Cowboys might be tanking for Trevor Lawrence. And they didn't tank enough. <laughs> they ain't doing enough. Because they already are outside of where they need to be. But I don't know if they have their own first-round pick this year. I don't, I, don't, I don't know either. I have to look. The Colts and the Lions. That's going to be a terrible game. Mm, Lions. Rams and Dolphins. Rams. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. they actually been playing all right this year. Uh, they got two up this week. Two is starting. I don't know how I feel about it. Bills, Patriots. That's going to be Bills. Bills. Let, let me just say real quick on the Patriots, I was 100 million percent wrong about the Patriots this year. 100 million percent wrong. That boy Cam Newton looks like hot garbage. I don't think it's just him. I know we're going to put the blame on him. Well, I watched that game last week. Yeah, I think. He looked like hot garbage. I think, <laughs> I really do think, because before he got, before he got Dorona, he was playing a lot better than this. He looked like he was out of breath. He looked like hot garbage. 
Like he, he just looked like he was out of breath and he couldn't move the way he wanted to move. It's like he was telling his body to do something and it wouldn't do it. That's what it looked like to me. Although, yes, he still is playing like hot garbage. Hot garbage. I'm just saying, I. This might be one of the things where we're learning about the like the lasting effects of coronavirus and stuff. He just seems a little out of breath. There were times where he looked like he could turn up the field and he just couldn't do it because he couldn't breathe. Could be. I don't know, but I, all I know is, and then it's not any better because now uh, the little white boy had surgery. Edelman. Yeah. So. God but bless him. They need to do something. Ra- boy. Raiders Browns. I'm going to say the Browns. I'm going to go with the Raiders. And I'm only going to say the Browns because the Browns look amazing when Odell Beckham isn't playing. Well, then again, they were playing the Bengals. No, even even when he like hasn't been on the field, they look better. I say the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders on that. I might regret that pick, but I'm going to go with the Raiders in this one. And the last of the 1 o'clock games, Steelers-Ravens. This needs to be flexed. To the Sunday night game? It, it or does. at least an order, at least the afternoon game. Well, it needs to be the Sunday night game because the Sunday night game Let's is the NFC plans. game right now. It's Eagles and fucking Cowboys. Oh, yeah, no, that needs to be flexed. It absolutely needs to be flexed. But who you got, Steelers-Ravens? Uh, I got Ravens. Y'all already know what my pick is. I don't even have to say much more about that. But I know that the game, watching the game, I'm I'm going to be sore because that's how hard these niggas are going to be hitting each other. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. It's not going to be like a blowout type situation, but I'm still, I'm still going to say my Ravens. Four o'clock games, Chargers, Broncos. Wait, y'all game was at one? Yep. Oh, that's whack. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the game? Chargers, Broncos. Chargers, Broncos. Chargers. Herbert looks good. Saints, Bears. Saints. Los Angeles show you could run all over the damn Bears. 49ers Seahawks. 49ers Seahawks. 49ers Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Hey, man. How afraid would you be if you were running down the field? You think you're by yourself and you see fucking DK Metcalf walking you down like Jason. That motherfucker. First of all, I didn't think he was going to catch him because I was like, there's no way that big motherfucker is that fast. He and he looked like there's some people that you you know they're fast, but they don't look that fast when they're running. Yeah, no, he looked dog. Those straw, I I was amazed. I was impressed. Like when I saw him running, the the song to Chariots of Fire just played in my head. That boy, and he's tall, and his let the, everything about that shit was just impressive to me. I was like, man, it's a shame they lost that, that game. Is a, <laughs> that is a big he he really walked him down. That was amazing. To where Mans had to be on Twitter, he was like, "Yo, uh, I can't." He hawked me. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just glad he got up after that. Hey, and that's that's my new favorite NFL player, Buddha Baker. He has the best football name in the history of football. And then they called him when they played Monday that Monday night game against the Cowboys. They called him the spiritual leader of the team, and boy, that sold it for me. <laughs> The Buddha is the spiritual leader of the team, huh? God bless. That's what I'm talking about. The Sunday night game, Cowboys, Eagles. Eagles, Eagles. This might be. Sh- the Eagles should blast these dudes. Yeah. 
But it's the Eagles, so you never even know. You know I'm gonna feel bad when we play the Cowboys in a few weeks. Don't. You know who's you know that dude from from James Madison starting right? God bless him. Because they injured uh, Dalton last week. God, nigga hit, yeah, hit no, him. Don't, Andy Dalton took a hit. Boy. Nigga hit him mid slide, and <laughs> my man Andy thought he was back in Cincinnati. And then I didn't feel I didn't find I just found out from that 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 was the first concussion he had in the NFL. Well, I mean, he didn't really have to take that many hits in Cincinnati. It didn't really matter. What? He didn't have to take that many hits in Cincinnati. It didn't matter. He was throwing picks left and right like it was nothing. He passed more to the other team than he did his own teammates. You think Andy Dalton wasn't taking that many hits in Cincinnati? Not to the point of to getting a concussion. It don't even matter the hit. You can get the concussion on a on a, a slight hit. Giants Buccaneers. Buccaneers. That's it. Yeah, we don't have any games that have been postponed this week. Well, they might do the Giants game. Who knows? They said one of the offensive linemen got COVID. I saw they shut down the uh, Texans facility, but they got a bye week, so. Yeah, that don't matter. Yeah. I think they just did that for precautions. Well, yeah, they got to do it anyway. Because they got to clean the whole facility now. That's it for my that's probably That's probably the best thing that happened to the Texans all year. That's my picks. Um, before we go. Oh, let me talk about this damn Dodgers shit. So shout out to them for winning the World Series. Did you see that they yanked the dude from Game of Thrones in the middle of the eighth inning because he had COVID? Justin Roberts. But they they say he took the test in the afternoon and they didn't believe it was really positive. So they took another one. They had him after they took him out the game in the middle of the picture next to a cancer survivor. Dog. With no mask on. He was just on the field. And then after a while, he stopped wearing a mask. Loving the crew. Kissing his wife. Kissing the trophy. And all these niggas is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, are you stupid? Meanwhile, there's a, what's to do? Uh, there's a running back in the NFL who can't get right. So he's out for the season now. He was like, I can't, I can't get back to where I was before. Like my health is, it won't come. That's why I'm thinking Cam is going through the same thing, and we just, he just won't admit to it. Like he's too much of a, a football player to sit there and go, yeah, I lost a step. I really do believe that. Well, he he can't, he can't admit that. He's, he, I mean, I understand being tough. And he's, well, he's he's playing for a contract now. He, I understand that part too. He can't admit it. He'll never admit that until he's done playing. But this is a disease that's literally taking people off of this earth with the quickness. Yep. I can sit there and I don't have to really question your toughness on this. And this dude, this dude is just out there. And then the commissioner sounded, Oh my God. He sounded oh, like Rob Manfred. Yeah. Then he say something like I'm handing them a piece of metal now. He said something crazy nah. about the trophy. Well, he, you had to look at his interview before. That man sounded like he was celebrating with the team. I was like, oh, my God, Rob Manfred is on drugs right now. Well, you, you, you know how much money that or revenue that's going to bring in now that L.A. has a winning franchise in baseball? Well, I mean, they're losing revenue Dodger. anyway. The Dodgers, Dodger. I don't think the Dodgers had any problem with their revenue in the first place. Dodgers gear is about to go through the roof right now. Oh, yeah, they sold, they sold all that shit out. It's like when the Yankees, every time the Yankees will win – like, I had to do this report for marketing class, and mm-hmm. it was sports-related, so I was actually fine with it. Yeah. Every time the Yankees won, 
Major League Baseball got paid. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Pay, that's pay. exactly why I say when certain teams are good, it's better for the sports. So to have a team in a city that is a huge market mm-hmm. that is actually very recognizable, very historic. That's like if the Knicks ever get good again. Oh my God! Like so, I'm pretty sure Rob sitting there just counting dividend. Like, whoo, but I don't think it. I don't think they're gonna offset what they lost this year. Though. Shout out to Magic Johnson. He is now a champion again in three different leagues. He's a champion I'm not, in the NBA. I'm not shouting out anybody for being a, a champion the, executive. The the WNBA. <laughs> I'm not doing I, it. Hey, look, man, it's a feat for a black man to get that though. I'll shout it. I'll shout it out. I don't give a fuck. You can sit there and hate all you want. I'm, I'm gonna shout it out. I'm not shouting you out for doing nothing. No, I'm gonna shout you out. He's not even majority owner. Doesn't matter. <laughs> We rarely see owner like black owners as it is, and then we rarely see them holding up trophies. I'm gonna, I'm going I'm to not. congratulate that. I shout I, out anybody but Magic Johnson. He, he could have put in twenty five dollars for the team. I shout out anybody but Magic Johnson. He gets love from me. I still don't like how he did us last year. I feel like he did y'all a favor. I, I do not, because obviously y'all got better since then. Because his big beef was with Rob Palenka. He was he was mad because niggas ain't trust him. His beef was with Rob Blinka. Yeah, he wanted that to be his team, and Rob was the main guy like that everybody fucked with. Once he got out of the way and Rob could be who he wanted to be, that team got better. He did y'all a favor. That nigga tried to trade off every person we had on the team last year for Anthony Davis. Y'all still ended up doing that trade. No, we did a different one. It ended up being a different trade. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't uh, like how he ended things. He uh, broke up with us in a bad way. I don't like that shit. I'm going to end this non-sports related, uh, with a non-sports related topic, talking about uh, a, a series, a movie series that redeemed itself. I'm talking about Tales from the Hood. If you watched the first one, okay, that's classic. If you watched the second one, don't. Watch the third one. If you watch the second one, don't. It's too late. (laughs) (laughs) They've already watched it. It's too late for them. That third one was goddamn. That was that was awesome. But I like movies where it's like I know the asshole's going to get it. I just want to see how they're going to get it. And this is one of those movies where they show you the asshole getting like fucked up. It gave off child abduction vibes very early with Candyman and it ended up being that but the twist on that was beautiful um, what was the name of old girl that was in there that played the opera singer I wanted to shout her out mm, oh um Kim Whitfield yes. or not I think so Lynn, Lynn Whitfield Lynn Whitfield I got her mixed up with the comedian I'm all over the place today Lynn Whitfield let me tell you something you did what you had to do that was awesome I like that story I like the one with the dude that was robbing people and he had to wear those ugly ass shoes, but everybody thought they were fly. Those shirts reminded me of the gold, those old gold Supras that niggas used to wear all the time. You had a pair of Supras, didn't you? No. No, I didn't want Supras. I didn't like them. They looked. No, they, I know the shoes weren't Supras. I said they reminded me of Supras. Like those, those shoes were ugly, but I, I understand what the narrative was on that. I understood what the narrative was. And I understand the budget. Like, you couldn't have them in a pair of J's doing that. Why not? I think they would have to pay like the Jordan brand out the ass for that. No, you don't. 
I know that Jordan Brand, like, they asked, because I know that they had to change Spider-Man shoes in the video game to Adidas because they didn't want to pay Jordan Brand. Well, that's a different thing. I'm just saying, I, I'm pretty, I don't know what the licensing is on that. I don't know if they have to actually pay him to wear a pair of Jordans or not. Or, like, pay Jordan Brand to have him wear those shoes. So they probably had to, like, make some in costume design that were ugly, but they had to pretend like they were the hot shit. Yeah, if I see somebody walking down the street in solid gold shoes, I have questions for them. And none of them are good. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? No, well, some niggas like that. Because they, they had a pair of Jordans that would have went perfect right there. As uh, far as if they wanted a solid gold pair of sneakers. We were going to watch, what was that, Hell Baby? I ended up watching Hell Baby later. That shit was hilarious. That's how stupid it was. There was three different times in the movie, three different scenes, where it, the scene was just people at the restaurant in New Orleans eating po'boys and enjoying them. Loudly enjoying them. That was more of like a comedy than it was a whole It was movie a spoof though. kind of movie. Yeah. It was that stupid. Dog, <laughs> you, you just got to watch it. That's how stupid. I can't even really explain the movie, but you got to watch it. What did we watch after that? Uh, it was called The Furies. That was actually a very good movie. Yeah, Furies was pretty good. It was real, especially they got to do. They got to do another one. Yeah, they I, that that's a movie that I would love to see turn into a franchise. That way, they can break down a lot of things. Speaking of franchises, I finished. I finally remember that year. I watched all the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I never watched Jigsaw after that because it was just in theaters then, and I never saw it after that. I finally watched it. It was all right. They did the whole, and they get every. I never think about it. Every time they use the same trick in every movie. What's going on as far as the people playing the game and what's going on with the investigation are at two different times. Yes. Every time. And I never think about it. The only thing I like about the Saw movies is that the, the, the continue, like, it's, a, it's all a one story big line. story. Yes. And this one was no different. It's just all one big ass story to where I know some people are going to hate, like, I know people that like to just jump in and watch one movie and not have to watch the whole series. Mm, I like I like going with it. You sort of have to watch all of them. Yeah, you absolutely do. In order. Yeah, luckily they don't like... I mean, they will jump every now and again, but it's not to where like this whole movie takes place like a prequel before... And that's the thing. Like Some of the movie is... Well, this movie... Okay, so the movie was set supposed to be set 10 years after. Okay. But... When the shit is actually happening in Saw, it's at like the beginning of the Saw trilogy, like the Saw um, thing. Like this dude was when Jigsaw first started. He would like he ended up he 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 was actually one of Jigsaw's first people, and Jigsaw was like, "Nah, he was the one that put." Did, did you were you gonna watch it? Do you care? Yeah, not really. Okay. He accidentally put the wrong label on Jigsaw's MRI. So they didn't see the cancer that Jigsaw had until way later when they could have dealt with it early and it would have been fine. He was the doctor that did that. So Jigsaw wanted to get him. But then he ended up saving him because he was like, this is too little of a mistake for me to just kill you. So I'm going to I'm going to fix you up and we're going to he helped Jigsaw build a lot of the shit that he used. But uh, it was actually pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh. I was wrong guessing who 
was working with Jigsaw. It would, I, I the whole movie made you think it was the girl, which I actually ended up thinking because sometimes you know when they do that, it's the obvious pick. Yeah, she was obsessed with Jigsaw. She had built rebuilt all of Jigsaw stuff. I think I did see this movie. <laughs> you might have. I might um, have on like a date night, but it ended up not being her. It ended up being the dude. Uh, but I, I actually, I've always enjoyed Saw. Shout out to Deldrick. Me and Deldrick used to go every year and see Saw in the theaters. We enjoyed watching them for some reason. Um, I enjoyed watching the, like, I know it makes me probably sound like a crazy person. I enjoyed seeing how he was going to fuck these people up. He was very original yeah, with some of these things. when it came to movies like Saw and stuff, I actually wanted to see, like, what was going to happen. They were so original with the contraptions and how they were going to die. Yeah, it was like, how can you outdo this? And then they would do it. And I'm like, oh, my God. And every time I was like, man. Somebody got to check in on those writers. I hope they, I hope they make more. <laughs> like, Saw really became like the national lampoon of horror movies. But I hope they make more. And I'm probably by myself saying this. I keep making these. I would like to keep continue watching them. I just saw the hey man, I just seen a movie trailer today. Alright. I know we're we're kind of prolonging this episode, but I've saw a movie trailer today. You talking about the uh And it was for a movie called Hold on, let me get the actual name of the movie because it pissed me off. You talking about old boy? Um Michael Bay? Yes. Alright. Alright, so let me get the the name of this damn movie. The movie's called Songbird. The movie, I'm a, the description says the movie follows a dystopian reality where COVID has mutated and the world is in year four of a lockdown. Hey, man. Michael Bay is never going to hear this, but I'm talking to you, Michael. Read the fucking room. Why the fuck are, do we want to watch this movie? Imagine being depressed as shit in your house because we basically like it's loosened a little bit, but we're, we're looking to get locked up in our houses again here soon. You're depressed as shit. You lost your job. Somebody around you maybe had died from it. The president tell you that it ain't shit. And then you got the Kardashians going to their little island for Kim's birthday. And then I found out Chloe has it. And all of a sudden, you see a fucking trailer for this movie. I might end it all if that was me. You got to read the room, dog. This, like, come on, man. Does this seem like the right time? Maybe after this is all over, we can all watch it. Be like, yeah, it was crazy. But we didn't get that crazy. But when you're, we're, we're in the midst of it, do you think any of the Jewish people wanted to watch movies about, wanted to watch Schindler's List during the Holocaust? It's like. Remember that 9-11 movie? Yes. That they tried to drop on 9-11. I can't watch, I can't watch those movies. I and, hate, if any, if any, sh- I hate any references to 9-11. And they tried to make it, oh, it's just commemorate, and it had nothing to do with commemorating you think, anybody. You think the Boston Marathon people want to watch movies about that shit after their run? Come on, man. You think, you think niggas want to watch Roots? During Black History Month? Like, come on. I hate it when, when networks would do that shit, by the way. Like, oh, it's Black History Month, uh, Roots. And I hate... I, hate, I don't want to see me being a slave. I hate slave movies. Like, can I be a doctor? The only I watched Django, but only because it had the slave dude killing people. I'd never watched that Nat Turner shit. My dad told me to watch that about the Underground Railroad. I was like, no. I hate watching those movies. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see as a slave. They've, they've beat 
slavery into our minds our whole schooling career if you grew up in anywhere that had a, that 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 was a slave state you knew that for at least three months you were going to learn about slavery you, it and was the gonna, civil war it was going to be beat into your mind and they were going to hit you with that lie they brought you over here you know you you had the option to work for money and then we just said no you're slaves no that's not how that works no dog i i went to school in virginia beach virginia williamsburg Yorktown, all of that is a drive away. How many times do you think I've been to Colonial Williamsburg? True shit. My mom didn't want me to go on a field trip to Colonial Williamsburg back in elementary school because she was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And then a few years after that is when I realized they still had people impersonating slaves up there. Yes. They, they, they and then, stopped it then. And then as a kid, you don't really think anything of it. Just like, you ain't about to go. But as an adult, you're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And I was mad, too. I was like, I want to go to Williamsburg because I thought we was going to Bush Gardens or some shit. I didn't think we was going to see. No, nah, Colonial Williamsburg. I didn't even think of Festus like, in them. Yeah. And I think a lot of parents probably don't think of it like that. But like when you, you us, our generation having slavery shoved down our throats. My parents are from New York. I don't even know if they were t- teaching about the Civil War up there like that. They probably just covered it for a little bit and then moved on. But there isn't a. A level of history that people, that kids in states that had slavery have that doesn't reflect slavery. You get the world history, U.S. history, all this other shit. The only time I probably didn't talk about slavery. No, no, no. Because government, you learned about slavery too. In this area, we, we, we sort of took Every, a turn here. Everything circles around slavery here. This area sort of downplays a lot of. Oh, yeah. But that and that's and, that's because they want people to come here. Yeah, and and a lot of the Jim Crow stuff. Yeah, they want people to come here. They want they don't want that shit out of. That's why they you driving that two sixty four. You can't really see the trailer parks anymore. Like this area's done a great job of sort of keeping that up until the the whole Black Lives Matter movement really started kicking off, and you started seeing how people truly truly gave it up. Mm-hmm. This area sort of did a good job of sort of keeping keeping that on a hush hush. Yeah. And then we're the we're we're the north of the south, so people they're like, "Hey, it's racist, but it's not like it's not like Alabama." Until you find out, <laughs> yes, it is. Until you get to certain places, you're like, "Oh, this is just like Alabama." But no, this is a tourist town, so they don't want they don't want yeah. tourists to be turned away by racism. Wait, wait, God did forbid. Beach ever have slaves? I mean, you know, yeah, a few. A few. It isn't like spices. Uh, all over the place, dog. But you know, it was a business move. It's always a business move. Yeah, all right. You know, you know how that is. You know how that shit go. You can follow the show on Instagram and well, just Instagram now. God, God bless. I hope the Norwegian lady was never into some slaves because they ain't never getting rid of that statue. No, actually, they no. That was that was after. That was after. Okay, yeah, they, ain't they never, probably still would have called us nigger, but no, that. They, they <laughs> <was, laughs> was they ain't never get rid of that that statue and that little like that little house there. No, nah, you see that big ass statue they built for the police force? You think they're gonna get rid of the Norwegian lady? Oh God! You see, you see King Neptune? And <laughs> <laughs> nigga got his hand on a fucking turtle like it's the Bible. Like he's about to push off of that turtle to get out the water. Well, no, nah, shout out to King Neptune. He was doing the damn thing. <laughs> Come in, little nigga. I gotta, I gotta get out the water real quick. Come in, door. <laughs> Let me hold on to you real quick. Nebo, put my foot up. <laughs> 
You can follow my esteemed colleague at exhibit underscore D E E. You can follow me at Well Damn Sprat on all our socials. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Uh, it's my niece's birthday. So happy birthday, Mackenzie. You'll never hear this. Um, it's Mackenzie's birthday. That's the, that's the littlest of the three. Uh, I think we might, uh, I don't know. I think Charlotte's taking Raylan trick or treating with her sister or some shit. I don't know. I might just go, I might just dress in all black and start scaring people. I got a J. I might walk around with Jason Mass and my infinity. Going. Hey man, you want to get white Bronco and I could be AC green and you be OJ. Why do I have to be o- Oh, cause my girlfriend's white. You right. <laughs> See, <laughs> I stopped myself. I stopped See, myself. I can like call somebody. This nigga crazy in the back seat. He about to kill himself. I want to talk to mama. <laughs> Come on, man. We can do that. We don't have to really touch nobody. It's COVID, so we can actually stay in the car. <laughs> Dog. Virginia Beach Police Department is going to shoot the shit out of us. Think about it. Y'all niggas think y'all funny, huh? Y'all we think y'all we think funny, too. <laughs> Hashtag now, nigga. You want to be OJ? I'm going to treat you like OJ. Nah, they treat OJ better than that back then. Hey. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, if that shit was happening now, he would have been a dead motherfucker. Oh, no, nah, he'd be. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> they would have put marijuana in the system. They but what's Let me ask you a question real quick. I know we were about to sign off, but just on, on this note, we can leave. Out of all the NFL running backs, what NFL running back do you think would do some OJ shit now? See, I don't have a running back because I'm not really familiar, but I would definitely think RG3 would probably kill his wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. Oh. You know but it's sad. definitely... Ar- no, you d- know what's sad? That's, that's murder in those cornrows. Robert Griffin III would definitely catch a body. His wife's. Um, that was a hell of a way to end the show, right? <laughs> good, good night, Wichita. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn.